Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wii Universe. We are the comprehensive Wii U podcast. Each and every week, we are looking at a different randomly selected game from the Wii U catalog, and we are playing it to the best of our limited uh, ability on these goofy little game pads that we hate so well. Yes. And my name is Steve Gunley. Hello, I am Woody Siskowski, out of my league at this, <laughs> at this point. I feel like we're now in the weird area we... Somehow, when you're talking about Nintendo 64 games, there is that layer of even when it's a you know a genre that someone's going to know a lot about, it's like, well, how does this soccer game of 25 years ago hold up now? And right. th- thus, it gives us a layer of expertise, yeah, because no one else is doing that. But now, this is basically the soccer game that people play and people like, yeah. And now they have to listen to us talk about it. Two guys who know very little about it. We're, we're deep. We're deeply uninformed, and we're coming to it from a level of like we are not people who play soccer or really watch. I mean, you watch some soccer. I, right? I, I mean, I I, I played more yeah. soccer than I have soccer video games. Yeah, but yeah. I don't play many soccer video games. I don't know. It's just like uh, I don't. Oh, I'm trying to think of a comparison. It's yeah. I mean, it's when you listen to sort of like podcasts talk. Just like your general, like your pop culture happy hour or whatever, like a general knowledge podcast starts talking about video games. Yeah. And they have this very general level of information. You're like, no, no, you're right. getting it wrong. Exactly. They, I suspect, as we've done in past sports episodes, that people might be yelling at their uh, podcast machines a little bit as we're going sure. through this. Uh, if if anyone has... And just, just to be clear, yelling at your podcast machine does not make us correct our information. At the t- We have not yet developed that technology. <sighs> not yet, but you know, if we had a connect attached, then they'd be able to give us a yellow card at the very least. Okay. You know, so, but uh, yeah, so uh, for anyone who just happens to be jumping into the Wii U season and didn't listen to the Nintendo 64 season, uh, neither of us are necessarily big sportos. You're more so than I am. Uh, I, I'm, I would say... Uh, I'm more anti-sports, you're right. and you're just kind of I'm, like, oh, sports are fine. I think that I surprise people by my level of pro sports yeah not that i am a pro sporter no but like uh often i will be watching football and someone will come up i'm like oh i can't come to your thing on sunday i can't come to your D campaign right i'll be watching football and i get these side eyes football yeah it's like what? oh i didn't think you liked football i thought you liked playing with action figures yes I'm like people can like both things you can do two things yeah. you can play with football action figures which, which they, i do i'm pretty sure they I, am i making this up they did some football characters that were kind of like the the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger figures that fl- the heads flipped. Oh, so like they were football <laughs> players on one end, then you press the button on their belly button, and it flips, and they've got a helmet now. I mean, like, that sounds pretty cool. It's uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm making that. I mean, up, there's also just Blood Bowl, which is essentially D and D plus football. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's where those worlds converge. That's the center of that Venn diagram. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, I've played a lot of. I've well, not a lot, but I've played a pretty good amount of soccer growing up, and even some within the last couple years i just i mostly wanted to highlight what a difference it makes uh between the n64 and this system do you have a guess of how many sports games we played on the n64 just like straight sports so so many um well let's see there's about five major sports and it felt like each one we played i would guess 40 we played 73 wow there were 73 pure sports i am including like uh uh uh, it, things like bowling and snowboarding, well, yeah, but I'm course, not. Including, but you're not including racing. I'm not including racing. I'm not including wrestling. Like yeah. wrestling would bring this up another wrestling ten is a or more. Spectacle. Yeah, it's not yeah. A sport. <laughs> so that's 25 percent of the Nintendo 64's wow. catalog. 25 percent, and of like another 25 percent was racing games. And right. this time around, it's three. 
The Wii U has three percent. No, it's not three. No, not three percent. It is three games in yeah. the Wii U catalog. We have FIFA thirteen. It's like we one point five percent. Something. Yeah, yeah. Madden NFL thirteen, and then NBA two K thirteen. Those are the three actual sports sim games that we get. Wow. And then there's like a smattering of games like you like Wii Sports Resort or, or ESPN Game Party, which are like. They're they're mini game sure. compilations. They're they're wiggle stick games, you know. Like, <laughs> sure, yeah. Stick wiggling's a sport. It's don't a sport. let anyone tell you it's not. <laughs> I, I hear some animals uh, communicate that way, yeah, so it's fine. Wiggling. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, all... that's crazy. Like, let's just take a moment to think about how that is crazy. Like, Insane. I don't know. So the amount of sports games on the Nintendo sixty four, I think, was also crazy because that was sort of a period where everyone was making sports games. It was Wild West, yeah. And now... Just like whoever wanted to buy, spend the money for the license would make a game. Or people who didn't want to spend the money for the license and just had like only the cities. Or there was a bunch of different things. And then what's happened is now it's set... It's not like sports games are any less popular than they have ever been. Oh, no, no. They're... I mean, the FIFA series is, I think, among the best-selling games of all time. Right. Like FIFA 18 was something like the fifth best-selling game ever like it, it, it came out of nowhere and just became this massive hit well it, not came out of nowhere but like no one expected uh the 18 to surpass expectations as much as it right. did or well something it like just that. went to the point of like there were 15 like between those 70 games sports games we played there were probably 20 different companies who made them yeah and, and now there's just one there's two there's two. Oh yeah, it's two. Babe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But there's I mean, two. just in terms of general sports games like there's only one that makes soccer game and one that makes football games and then uh and then uh, basketball the 2K is makes a basketball games and baseball games. Yeah, and then EA also does that. EA, it, the Evil Empire. But there's they no are, uh, EA controlling this. I don't think there's any EA basketball or baseball games live, right? EA or NBA Live? Is that still going on? I don't think that exists. Uh, that may Maybe that may be does. dead now. No, I think that I think that 2K owns the M M and NBA license. Okay, I don't know. again, right. this is us just. Well, I mean, you know, we've got know. we've got an NBA game to look forward to. So yeah, we'll talk that, about those that. questions will be answered. But I also think it's funny that all three of these sports games that we're talking about were launch games. And then because we talked about in the first episode, like uh, of, of the Wii universe, a lot of third party support for the Wii U dried up real quick. Mm-hmm. So like we have some EA games at launch. We have some Activision. We have some, uh, uh, you know, 2K and a couple of other Ooh. Bethesda. A lot of these big companies had big titles on the Wii U, but only in the first like six months. The other thing that's super weird about the Wii U, and which is true of, uh, I, it came out in the middle of a console generation. So like, Kinda, yeah, the PS3 like had what, what would this have been? Would this have been PS4 or like this was this was the PS4 would have been on the horizon right okay 20, but the point is like yeah. the ps3 had been out for a long time it'd been out for seven <laughs> like, years at this point yeah it might be ps4 at this point yeah and so basically they're able to like a lot of these launch games are essentially just ports because yeah. they, it's like when stuff is starting fresh like the ps2 sort of dreamcast generation everything's like uh well we don't really have established things so all these launch games have started got to start from scratch right whereas here they're like yeah like we got sports games. We got some Bond game. Like, you just get so many ports. I just confirmed PS4 uh, was released in November of 2013. So it came okay. out, yeah, just, just a year after this came out. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Yeah, it's it's just kind of this big, messy thing. And then I think you quickly realize, uh, everyone quickly realized, like, the Wii U was not going to be the sports 
system. Sure. Like this isn't like it's skewing. It, it doesn't skew like as young as the Wii, but it's definitely skewing younger than PlayStation and Microsoft were doing at the time. So like, I think they pretty much gave up on it because you know, it's going to be like at least half a generation behind the others visually. Yeah. And then like, it's just not going to be as fun and your, your demographic isn't I mean, quite there. Th- this game, like, so yeah, we played FIFA 13. I don't know. Did we say that? We probably no, said we that. didn't. Yeah, we played FIFA 13. FIFA, of course, stands for feet in, feet all around it, because they are. True. That's that's how it's played. Yep. Uh, so this was released November 18th, 2012. It is a launch title. It was developed by EA Canada and published by EA Sports. And it was also released on the PS2, the PS3, the Xbox 360, the Wii, the PSP, the PS Vita, the 3DS, iOS, Windows, Mobile. This one have been one of the last games for PS2. Oh, it must have been, like, that's right? That's crazy. In 2012, they're <laughs> still releasing PS2 games? Yeah, PS2 game came out a year before the PS4 was released. I should have looked into that because I almost wonder if that was just like a European exclusive or something just, oh, because, I see that. Yeah. just because it's so uh, FIFA is so popular. Uh, as always, when we have one of these sports games, I like to talk a little bit about the cover athlete. And mm-hmm. this time around, it is Lionel Messi. I just checked uh, in a biography of him at the library today and understood the pun you made earlier on Twitter. Oh, good, so, good. I read that and I, you said you apologize for making a pun. And I just <laughs> stared at my phone and went, I didn't I see still apologize. I made a messy of that whole yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, Messi is an Argentinian forward who has been the star player of the Barcelona FC for 10 years and counting. And he enjoys a reputation as arguably the best athlete in the world. Uh, Debatably the best. I mean, uh, it seems kind of solid, like the best living soccer player is between him and Cristiano Ronaldo. Sure. Uh, But, you know, some people make the argument that uh, that Messi is not only the better of those two, but he's one of the best in the world. Uh, He's also the highest paid athlete of all time. Oh, wow. Prior to 2017, uh, he was earning a base salary of $44 million a season. But Barcelona upped his contract in 2017, and now he makes an absolutely mind-blowing $168 million per season. Okay. And that also includes... That, that's a pretty good up of one's contract. That, it also includes uh, an additional 40 to $50 million he brings in in endorsements every year. And there's an $800 million buyout clause attached to his contract. Now, what does that mean? That just means if they don't want him to play anymore, they have to buy out his contract <laughs> for $800 million fucking okay. dollars. sure. Uh, ridiculous. So at the time this game was released, Messi was arguably at his highest point. Uh, he was just off his Guinness World Record accomplishment of most goals in a single season by a single player that's 96 96 individual goals in 2012 Mm -hmm. uh pretty impressive and yeah like i said he's often in direct competition with the portuguese player cristiano ronaldo they've got this ongoing rivalry going on and equal claim to title they also are vying for social media followers i found (laughs) out that cristiano ronaldo is the most followed personality on instagram and twitter Oh. And Messi is the eighth most followed person okay. on Instagram. Messi's Twitter, got so a way to go. Well, he there just, you go. With all that, I mean, if he's making more than Ronaldo, he could just buy a bunch of bots. There you go. <laughs> just buy a whole shitload of bots. Why not? Man, you could buy a lot of bots with that much money. <laughs> you could buy so many bots. Because what's what's uh, what's the going rate on a bot? I think these bots days? are pretty cheap. Oh, That's cool. My understanding. I think we could buy some bots. We let's pump up those ultra sixty. Yeah. Why don't we have numbers. more? Yeah. Damn. I, <laughs> I wish I knew. Yeah. I'm not actually gonna do this. Uh, so a little bit about the development here. One thing to note is that we are technically playing FIFA 12 uh, on the on the Wii U because okay. it's using the same engine. They just updated the roster of, of FIFA, FIFA 12 because what they were trying to pull off on the PS3 and 360 didn't quite work. Okay. 
Uh, so the PS3 and 360 versions were the first to use Move and Connect, respectively. Uh, they, they mostly used just the audio features, which means you could control everything by just yelling at your TV. But if you're getting excited and you start swearing at your team... <laughs> then a ref will give you a yellow card. You, the player. The ref will appear on screen and give you a warning. If he gives which you another funny. penalty, does the game just end and you lose? I would like to hope so. Yeah, like, that's that's Because the coach gets kicked out. I think that's just um, kind of a funny idea. Just yeah. that, like, because, you know, I, I imagine a lot of hardcore FIFA players are yelling at their TV all the time. Well, like, if is, it's anything like the Madden players have encountered. This is a weird... Um, I mean, the general criticism of all these EA sports games is, like, they're just small incremental increases over the previous thing. Yeah. But this is, like, good evidence for, especially for these other systems where they have, like, this move and connect thing, or um, here there's a bunch of touchpad functionality. Like, there is times where EA does attempt to sort of mess with the formula. Yeah. Just usually those are not really that much fun. They're, like, weird novelties that you kind of tinker around with, and you're you're like, yeah, I just want to play the way... You yeah, know, with my controller, the way this game is supposed to work. Yeah, and this 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 has some, but like kudos to them. They 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 really do try and integrate like Wii U functionality into the game, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, but. they do. We have a couple little features here. Uh, mostly, it's just that you can kind of manage your team in real time using the gamepad. So right, it, you could either use it as a controller and just straight up play play FIFA like you as want the to players, or you can uh, be a manager. Uh, and you can kind of switch that functionality on at any time by like tilting your gamepad, and then you can just sort of manage your team. And I, I, I'm gonna want to dig into that a little bit more uh, as we get in, but uh, I'm, I'm just want to dig in a little bit more on the the features here. Yeah. So this game it sold more than five million copies in the first week, and it currently holds the record for the biggest launch for a sports game of all time. Wow. And it's FIFA gone on thirteen does. Huh? Yeah, it's gone on to sell more than fifteen million copies worldwide. Uh, yeah, that's Do just we the have biggest. Any idea why day. it was FIFA thirteen? I'm it wondering came out for such a variety of systems. Maybe I'm wondering too if it's just like that messy boost. You know, having has, uh, he, has he only been the cover athlete for this one? I, won, I think this was his first time. I okay. think he's been on it again. Uh, but yeah, I think that was his first time. Yeah, so, I mean, big, big seller. And uh, the Wii U version was not a big, big seller. Sure. Uh, it did not make crack in the top 20 of a million sellers. I mean, and that um, would be... That that totally makes sense. Yeah. It's like a new Nintendo console. Like, what are people who are going to be day one Nintendo consoles adopters going to be excited for? Funky Barn. Yeah, Funky Barn. Like, <laughs> FIFA 13 is not the game that people are being to be picking up at launch no no they they're they're wanting to get funky i yeah. mean if anything they're wanting to get funky uh so some modes and features here uh by this point ea had kind of fully monopolized the sports game industry like we said mm-hmm. so of course we get every major team and every major player as well as 26 real stadiums and more than 30 real leagues now the back of the box claims there are 500 clubs and 15,000 players so holy crap! Yeah. Uh, I'll take them at their word for it. If sure, they put it on the box, I didn't one. count them. It seems like there is less unlocked by default because basically, yeah. as you go through the collection, you can select countries mm-hmm. and then teams to the countries. But each country only has like one or two teams. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is going to be unlocked later as you play through the game. Okay, um, which is fine. I'm I'm a is, fan yeah. of having something to unlock. Or oh, I also imagine. Uh, there, there was creative feature player things where they said like, oh, some of these features are locked to start with. You need to play through the game to unlock more. And I'm like, I bet that you could purchase these yeah. more customization options. And that's probably true for teams too. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh, all these teams that you want are locked at the beginning, but you can pay to get a little more. 
Now, there are 46 national teams in here, uh, including a few who have been sitting out the series since 2002, like India, Bolivia, and Venezuela. The only country that doesn't appear in this game was Croatia, huh. uh, just kind of randomly. They just couldn't agree on licensing rights for the Croatian team, which is, uh, from what I understand, a pretty good team. Yeah, um, sure. I'll th- take your word on that. Yeah, they, didn't they go to the World Cup recently? Or was I that, don't yeah, know. Could have been... Uh, FIFA 13 introduces the first in-game currency in the series. This Ah, is called FCC, and you earn it by winning matches online or against the AI, and you can use it to buy uniforms, equipment, celebration animations, and boost your player stats. So yeah, you can gain FCC in-game. You're capped at 2,000 per day, but then you can also spend your real-life money to buy FCC for modes like Ultimate Team, where you can collect players and gear, like they come in okay. cards. So, and you're buying cards kind of like you would in Hearthstone. Th- well, yeah, and yeah. this is essentially what EA Sports has become, especially yeah. for like Madden. This is where they've had like this breakthrough of you're going to collect these cards and these players, and because it sort of allows them to integrate these microtransactions. Good. Okay, so yeah, like I was saying, like the new Maddens are just like every mode sort of ties into collecting these cards. Yeah. And then it, the microtransactions become integrated because it's like, oh, you want more cards? You want to be competitive online? You want to get these better players? And like you just either have to play for a ridiculous amount of time or put in actual money. Now, are the cards still happening in Madden now? Like, is that I, I'm pretty sure. I'm When's pretty the last sure. Madden you played in? Out of curiosity. Uh, I, I, I played the most recent Madden. You played the most one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fun, and I always forget, like, these games look great. Oh, yeah. Like, even no, this game, which is, you know, eight years old at this point, it's a weird thing. Like, I feel like what we should talk about a little bit here is the last soccer game that we played was I don't even remember. It was FIFA, was FIFA? 99. Okay. I was I was looking that up. That was that was back in October. We did our FIFA games, okay. um, which I think might have been our final sports games or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Which and we like, liked, but yeah, they didn't were quite like as much as some of the other uh, the International like, World Cup. I don't know. In, International, was, International Superstar Soccer was a was a better uh, soccer game but for like, that platform. But the very but weirdness fun. of like my mentality is like, oh, I remember I'm hanging out with Steve and we're playing a soccer game, and then to like play this game and be like, oh yeah. The Wii U is 13 years yeah. after the, more than like That's, 18 years after the Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, video games look good now. <laughs> like, it's pretty it's, crazy. It's seeing the evolution of it, like going from 99 when it's like, oh wow, we've got new features like career mode, right. which is now like standard which in most sports games. It's just the default mode. Well, and and like, now you're getting into this where it's like, you have such in-depth control over every single element of your team, of your stats, of your players, of your stadiums. Well, and like, just like from a purely aesthetic level, like we were excited in the games if the proportions of the characters were correct. For the yes. N64, if we're like, oh, they don't look like giant freaks of nature with huge soldiers. So oh, look, thumbs some, up. Some of them have different sizes and gender and, yeah, uh, and like they're races. Not all a like cloned face. Yeah, it's not, you know, most of the hockey games we played were just like identical white brick bodies, you know, that's right. kind of it. Whereas here, like I play on the, as a Korean team. And I'm like, oh yeah, they look like Korean people. And they, like, you, you know, I'm not checking, but I'm like, yeah, they probably look exactly like the actual players too. Yeah. Like I think they went and scanned every player's face of every person in this game. It's just, it's weird. Cause like, it's only a little, like the gap between the Nintendo 64 and this game is only a little bit longer between the, this game and where we are now. Yeah. And like, this game still looks good. <laughs> Yeah, like, no, it does. It, it does. It, now, I I was struggling a little bit with the size of the players, like uh-huh. especially when playing on the gamepad. They're pretty tiny and kind I feel of. Feel like uh, that's more of a symptom of the camera. 
Yeah. Um, like I, I feel like the proportions all seemed correct to like the because soccer fields are huge. Yeah. Um, it just it felt like the action was very zoomed out. There's also a sense of just kind of blur. Yeah. And I that I kind of getting that vibe from maybe the Wii U ports in general because I got that sense a little bit in Lego Jurassic World. Yeah. Of it's just like I. I, I can imagine what this would look like on a PS3, and it would not be quite so blurry. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And, you know, again, we're playing a, a, a the, the version from the previous year, too. Right. So, like, you know, it's going to look better on the, uh, the PS3, just for all those reasons. Uh, so we have a lot of integrated online support, which is obviously a big thing that's going to happen but in sports games now. But it's nothing. Just, again, to remind yeah. you, for all future episodes of this show, whenever we talk about online features... We're speaking past tense. Yes. Yeah, there were <laughs> online events, or online features, because the, the uh, Nintendo network has been shut down for the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, so we can't access any of these anymore. But, uh, oh, yeah, because I'm sure that this, I'm sure even if the online community was available, it would be thriving. Oh, for yeah. Oh, there's one thing be. that you there's can rely be. on is that eight-year-old EA sports games <laughs> just have thriving communities. But, I mean, that's the thing. You never super know. Every once in a while, a game will just connect with people, that's and they'll true. just keep the, like, which, one of the Maddens is, like, still being played, or, or like, ESPN, yeah, the, the football game. Five, like, yeah. that's still being played. Yeah, it's, it's still true, being, but like, it's, dusted off and updated. It's true. There's also a very weird thing where people have figured out ways to create their own private servers for games. Yeah. So you can continue online, play through unofficial means. Yeah. But some of the support uh, that they had online here included the, uh, there's a feature called Support Your Club, which lets you declare a favorite team, and then you compete in leaderboards depending on overall participation. Okay. So, like, if I'm supporting Arsenal... And then Which I play are, online. Obviously, on I'm a big arse head. Um, <laughs> if I'm if I'm if I'm uh, uh, playing them, then like my rankings are going to be added to the pool of other Arsenal supporters, and then that's what's going to be reported in the leaderboard. So okay. if all Arsenal players are doing really well, then then we're going to rise in the rankings. So I mean, this is just this kind of speaks to a trend in general. I feel like for a lot of these sports games, they're just a a lot of the audience are people who only basically play these games. Yeah. Like they have a new console and they get the FIFA games and like, that's what they're excited about. And and it's just like, this is even at the time when the online features would still be accurate. Yeah. This is like, I'm only going to care about this if I'm super into it. Yeah. It's not that's... like a halfway sort of mark. And I think that's kind of the biggest shift that's happened in these, yeah. these last two generations, these console generations that we've lost. It's that like, I, I feel like anyone can kind of pick up an N64 sports game and have a decent time. Most with of it. them, probably not like the quarterback clubs. Those no, because they're no fun. Because they're genuine, genuinely bad. Yeah. But like or, a, a game, a game like like soccer or, or uh, the, the yeah, Kobe Bryant superstar NBA, courtside yeah. uh, slug slugfest. Slugfest. Yeah, I love slugfest. It's like yes, I know how baseball works. I can intuit this game. Yeah, and then now it is. It is strictly for the fans. It is for people who, like, because there are people who make their living playing FIFA games. Mm -hmm. And you need to cater to that. You need to, there's a lot of, like, uh, min-maxing and a lot of, like, right. deep stats and doing stuff like that. I would say, which like. Which goes, it goes straight over my head. Yeah, and I would, like, that's a real, it's a real balance of who do you want to appeal to. Because I would say, like, my clearest example of that is the momentum in this game. Like, just the way the players move. Yeah. Like, in in your older games like N64 or Sega Genesis or even like NES World Cup Open or something, 
Um, like characters don't really have momentum. Like the ball is just stuck to them and you can control and move around. Yeah. And it's very responsive to what you want to do. Yeah. Whereas here, like the ball sort of acts with separate physics from when your player is. So like exactly. if you kick the ball and it's way out in front of you, you have to sort of your player has to run up before you can pass it to someone else, whereas someone wants to come and steal it. Or if you want to sort of turn around, you have to get control of the ball and turn around before like again, before someone comes and steals it. So it's much more realistic because yeah. like, the human body does not turn instantly. No, but it's a and it feels more like playing real soccer, but it's also kind of less fun because you're like, oh, I didn't, I why didn't my guy turn and pass faster? Like yeah. it doesn't feel as responsive. Yeah, especially because it's more realistic. If if you're playing a sports game at my level, which mm-hmm. is low, yeah. uh, <laughs> then it it's almost kind of a button masher. You know, yeah. you're you're kind of just like poking at stuff until stuff happens, and then. If if the game is good, then you're going to get a little better as you go and as you figure out the mechanics, you know. And uh, uh, with this one, like you really need to have a tight control on yourself and on your game and and on what should be happening here. And I mean, this is just kind of speaking to like how much the series has changed. One of the things that they were really touting as their big new feature was first touch control, which is just more accurate ball stopping and handling, which is not something that you and I would notice, right? If they didn't include but like, it, I will say like, like the actual controls and responsiveness is very good. Like you kicked the ball high in front of the goal and then had one of your players headed in. Yeah. And we were all we were both legitimately excited and impressed because it great. looked cool. And, and it, you it, were like, that was what I was trying. To I do, was trying to did. do it. And, I and did. Let, let's just say on the record, like whenever Steve accomplishes something in a sports game that he was actually trying to do. Miraculous. It's, it's a reason to celebrate. It is. Absolutely. So, because, yeah, I'm I'm fumbling in the dark most yeah. of the time like i fully admit that uh you know and they I, apparently they incorporated some more of the uh the the looser physics of like the fifa street games okay. like to uh and that's kind of where some of the ball control stuff is coming from but like none of these but like i'm not going to notice that because right. you know and and all of these things were there in fifa 99 like uh, not all of these things but right. a lot of these deep stats a lot of these management elements were there if you wanted to find it but they were much more rudimentary and here I feel like management is kind of like you can choose to play the entire game as a manager. Yes. Which Well, there's there's plenty of so- very popular soccer games and sports games that exist which have no get no player control at all. Exactly. Right. Which is so- that's such an odd concept to me and maybe that's just growing up in America where these games really don't come. I think Football Manager did come out here on the PlayStation at mm-hmm. some point because I, I seem to recall seeing sure. it. But I don't really understand this, the appeal of like super deep dives well, like that. I mean, here's you are. I mean, Steve, you are a stat person. You're just yeah, not a sports true. stat I'm not a, person. Okay, so what? That's you, very you, fair. If you had like a film producer manager, you would be all over that shit. Actually, like, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. I totally would do that. You're, sort of you're very like, right. You're very what right. What is your stat energy for? Do you want to track someone's goal percentage, or do you want to track domestic box offices of the various Muppet movies? I like, I really want to do that. Yeah. Oh my god! It was probably uh, okay. I'm doing the math in my head. I think I think the Jason Siegel Muppet movie sure. was the top selling. And then Muppet adjusted wanted uh, adjusted for inflation. I actually think it was Muppet movie original. Okay. And then I'm not going to do this. <laughs> just to be clear, I was not setting you up to do that. I, I just want everyone to know I could. Yeah, yep. yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's there. There's definitely that sort of. Uh, kind of armchair coach element to it. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Because what the Wii U, like, kudos to them. They didn't just say, oh, there's a new system coming out, let's put this game on Wii U, whatever. 
Like, they really try to put these features front and center of what yeah. you're doing with the Wii U gamepad. And what I always associate most with a manager mode is like, okay, you're going to manage the salary cap. So you're going to trade and sign new players. You know, you're going to you're gonna cut people, guys get injured, things yeah. like that. And like, that's here in the career mode. But mostly what they do with the Wii U gamepad is in-game, you can be looking at this pad and sort of managing what your players are doing. Yeah. You do that by like, there's like five different tabs on the right side of yeah. the gamepad. Your first one is just a view of the same thing on the TV. You can draw like little lines mm-hmm. um, for where your uh, players are going to run to, or you could tap opposing characters to be like, steal the ball from this person. Worth, Which, worth noting too, you can play the regular soccer mode this way as well. You can tap yeah. on your characters on the touch screen and like kick the ball that way. Mm, I didn't true. find it very intuitive, no, it, but it, yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing. And also what is another neat idea is you can play a co-op mode where one person plays as a player and another person is using this manager mode on the game pad yeah the the downside of it is if you're the manager you don't have control over the person who actually has the ball yeah like i feel like it would be really cool like in some ideal world if you had like this deep link with a with a friend or something like that and you're like we're really gonna get into this fifa game like the manager you like draw a line so your player like can run forward and like then the person who's actually playing as the player can kick the ball to him and you can do some in-depth give and go but like no one's ever gonna get there no and like so, yeah, you can point these lines at players, have them run. You can make substitutions on the fly, um, which is actually just means when the ball goes dead next. Um, yeah. You can have specific players guard other players. I Here's the problem. I don't know if the, the fact, like, this has never been a mode that I've gotten into that much, but, like, almost all of these games previous have these kind of features. They're just, you go to a pause menu. yeah. And I don't know if that was ever something that, like, I felt like was a big problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you're clearly in it for, like, if this is what you're excited by, like, fast-paced, you're, you're okay with it being a little slower-paced and, like, being more menu-driven. And because the only one screen that actually shows you the game is that top one where you're drawing lines, all of the other screens are just menus so it's like I'm not really seeing the effect that my action is having because I'm just not good at looking up from the gamepad to the TV. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was a weird. It's a weird thing. It's a. It's it's. There's a disconnect, and it's just. It's a mo. It's a way of playing that I've just not. I'm not used to it, and I. I don't. I didn't really understand the numbers that were before me. I didn't really understand and the players that were before me. Yeah, and it's just so unclear to be like, okay, I'm in a five four three formation and i'm going to change that formation to a four 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 yeah uh which is that the same amount of players maybe um i don't know <laughs> sure um i think it is it is 12 and 12. Um, okay, i did math but it's like it's like i don't know if this is making my team better or worse you're just kind of making these choices and then there's another weird mode where at halftime you can praise or criticize your various players, and it's kind of like a dating sim yeah. in its own way where you're like, okay, these guys have a little like smiley face next to them that shows their mood. It made me think of Fire Emblem, actually. Oh, yeah. Like, with yeah. All the little, I, I like, did see that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that, that was an annoying part of Fire Emblem is you would go to tea with these characters, yeah. and you would have to bring up conversation topics, but I have no idea what these people are interested <laughs> in. Like, 
they're like, oh, latest fashions. And I'm like, I don't know, man. What does Raphael care about? Sure. Um, but it's just like here, you're just like, I praised two of the players and they both took my words the wrong way and got mad. Yeah, they they were way, I don't know how you praised them. No. Like, I don't know if it was like implied that it was just super passive aggressive. Yeah. Like, the oh person my God, I, you guys, you were so, so good, good at missing the net keep every time. Keep it up. We're going to keep losing by three points. Oh, Isn't this better when we're all play like garbage? Oh, and look at your haircut. Don't you just look great? Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. And then the person that I criticized, mood, their mood actually increased. Sure. Um, so that's that's a very weird aspect. Like, there's no gameplay aspect to this. It's no. just like, pick a couple options. How did it go? Yeah, yeah, you don't get to choose, like, what your coach says to try and pep them up or something. Yeah, that might exactly. almost make it's it a little more fun. It's not telltale like, style of, like, how's this person going to respond? You know, but again, I'm, I'm kind of talking about all this stuff being, like, inscrutable and dense as if it's a, a, a bug, but it's a feature. It's right. it's just me acknowledging like that this is not something I'm familiar with and that it requires a much more in-depth like understanding of uh, uh see it's seamless. You can't even tell there was a cut there. <laughs> Anybody? No, oh good. shit, I blew it. Damn <laughs> yeah, it. You, you blew our cover. Yeah, no, yeah, it requires a much deeper understanding of the game and like a deep love of the game and a deep love of FIFA as a video game series. You sure. know, I think this is kind of part I mean, of the and gameplay. FIFA as like an institution. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I you mean, know. It's just, if you're excited about the subject matter here, and this is true of all sports games, like I feel like you would find a lot to like here. Yeah. Um the other thing that's weird about sports games and like is they just exist as such a temporary thing. Yeah. Like, the if you wanted to go back and play Nintendo Land, like, that's the only game that's going to give you the Nintendo Land. Sorry, we have so much dog chaos today. But yeah, yeah. Um, what, yeah, what I was going to say is, like, if you want to go back and play a Wii U, like, it would be weird to be like, I'm going to play this old FIFA game. Because it's just like each new volume is incrementally kind of better and kind of the same. Where it doesn't really do something that is very unique to the genre. And that's why it always feels crazy to me that, like, they aren't just iterative uh, or there isn't just, like, a platform, you know, where they just update it every year. Like, Smash Brothers is kind of becoming where it's just, like, constantly getting updates and there's just, like, one... FIFA game and then EA should a- make its own console called like the Madden box. Yeah. And it's just like it's like a thousand dollars. But it just <laughs> always it just every it just constantly integrates with new rosters. Yeah. New integration and then like the new game just comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean there like, should. Yeah. Like honestly, it'd probably be smarter because every year they're producing these very full featured games. Like there is so much to do. Like you can mm-hmm. conceivably, if you're into these games, you could play nothing but this for the year yes which many people do many people do you know so uh it it seems it would be more cost effective if they just kind of like had the one single platform and just kept updating it because there are some years you know where like if you're if you're in a generational lull or something like you're three years into the ps4 and there's not another system coming anytime soon then like not a lot is going to change like the technology isn't evolving and the gameplay hasn't doesn't need to change too much so yeah you're going to see diminishing returns after a point I, I don't know if I have anything else about FIFA. Do you have anything else no, about FIFA? No, I, I don't. Um, I, I had a perfectly fine time playing it, though none of that was really particular to this Wii U experience. That's the thing, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, the, the features that the Wii U have... I, I guess I should mention the other thing is that... Uh, the, the Wii U lets you go first person for penalty kicks by using the gamepad oh, holding yeah. it up to your TV. 
which makes them incredibly easy. <laughs> like, like kind but of also broken. Didn't help that I couldn't figure out how the hell to move my goalkeeper. I mean, that helped. Like, that definitely helped. But yeah. Oh, and there are some diff- different modes. Like uh, you found the the be a pro where you can just oh be yeah. At, oh, this okay. Yeah, this we was have to talk about that. A pretty because, hilarious moment. Yeah, there is a be a pro mode where the gimmick is that you instead of controlling the whole team, being able to switch between players. You um, simply play as one player over the course of the whole match, but you can also choose to play as the goalkeeper, yeah. be a goalie, which is crazy because literally you just are down at the goalie side of the half and you're, the camera doesn't follow the game. You're lo- sort of looking at it. It's it's One thing I didn't like about this mode is the camera wasn't right from your player's perspective, which yeah. I thought would have been a lot cooler. Like It would have been kind of unplayable, but at least it would have really felt like a simulation. Yeah. Here, you're just camera stuck on your end of the field, and you're seeing all this stuff happen miles away across the field. It's like, wow, this this looks like it might be fun. Are you guys having fun? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh okay, you're playing again. Come talk to me after the game, though. Yeah, and it just it made me realize like there's a real... There's a real special person who's excited to be a goalkeeper on a soccer team. Yeah. Because to me, that might be the worst possible thing you can be. Because 90% of the time, you're not involved in the action. Yeah. The only time you are involved in the action is a very high-pressure time where your success or failure makes or breaks it. Yeah, you have a you have a 50% shot at being a sports hero if you're a goalkeeper or like just the the biggest fucking enemy of the week. Yeah. Like like and that's your one job. Yeah. And then the rest of the time is just boredom. It just, so like it seems very unfun. So kudos to all your go- people over there who make sure you thank your goalkeepers. Yeah. Soccer players bring them, bring the, them some the, chocolates. The real essential workers, yeah. I think. Yeah, exactly. Are, are just various gold. So the point tenders. is, I was playing this mode and I got very bored and so I just ran my goalkeeper up to get him into the action, <laughs> which then proceeded for the other team making a goal from half field because (laughs) Because you had a whole entire half field empty and then an empty goal so this is a very weird mode this is just another example of like ea kind of like attempting to put something weird in the game yeah and then like people like oh we don't like that and then he's like oh i guess we'll just back to basics it's like well maybe we'd like this if like you fixed it somehow yeah (laughs) i don't know made it more interesting yeah yeah i don't know it was a weird thing and you know, uh, it, uh, write in if you're uh, if you're a fan of just uh, FIFA, be a pro goaltender. Like if, <laughs> if that's the way that you prefer to play it, I'm genuinely curious, and yeah. I'm not even judging you. I'm no, just, it would be it would be very odd. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think it is a very specific type of personality. It's, it's the same very specific type of personality who would want to just do manager mode the entire time. You know? Yeah. Like, but well, like at least manager mode, like you feel like you can blame the players. You yeah. like I, well, they weren't winning. Like what the hell? Like. If you're the goalkeeper mode, it's the combination of both managing the other players or having the game out of your control, but also failing when the team counted on you most. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. The worst of both worlds. Exactly. Yeah. Not much fun. Um, all right, well let's let's move on to our rankings here. I'm curious if we're finally going to get a deviation. I think we're going to get a deviation, Steve. We might just. Let me see. Okay, so currently. Our rankings are, uh, they're identical so far. We both have number one is Shovel Knight, number two is Nintendo Land, number three is Lego Jurassic World, and number four, 007 Legends. Okay. Where are you going? All right, Steve, I think I'm going to blow your mind here. Uh-oh. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Your mind is, is pretty durable. It's, it's pretty unblowable. Yeah. Um, I'm putting this second. I'm putting wow. this right behind Shovel Knight ahead of Nintendo Land. That does blow my mind yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, Nintendo Land had some real garbage on it. I'm still bitter about that F-Zero game. Okay, yeah, that <laughs> like, F-Zero game is no fun. I agree. Um, and, like, it's hard because, like, they, they accomplish very different things. Like, yeah. Like, if I had a party 
of people, I would definitely pull out Nintendo Land over this game. Sure. Uh, but since this is we live in a generally single player world now, yeah. um, I think that this game had a lot would have a lot more to crunch into than Nintendo Land. Yeah. Um, and I I think that the actual soccer gameplay here is good. Sure. Um, I think that it's it lo- the game looks very nice. Uh, it controls responsibly and yeah, control, right. control responsibly. responsibly. <laughs> um, and so again, like if I if my only console was a Wii U and I wanted a soccer game, I would not have a bad time with this one. It okay, made me realize I should probably play more soccer games because I thought this was fun. All right, official, your second favorite game on the console. Yeah, unlikely I, to change. Yeah, unlikely. <laughs> unlikely to change, to change as course. we go on. I think it's <laughs> yep. locked in in that number two slot. Uh for me, a little more predictably, you know, like I. Uh, I, I can't disagree that it's a quality game. It's a quality franchise. It's very well made. And I think for people uh, who are really into this, I think this is a perfectly valid option and it's a fun way to play it. Uh, I am just simply responding on this list. Like I'm, I'm looking through it. I'm like, which of these games would I rather play again? Right. And I'm sorry, I got to put it at number four, just underneath Lego Jurassic yeah. World. I, I knew that's where you were going to put it. You know, it's predictable. It's, it's yeah. still better than 007 Legends. Yeah. Like that game was actively unpleasant. It was, you know, it, it was. And uh, it's it's just, take that with a grain of salt. FIFA's not for me. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that's that doesn't that's not a, a impinging on its quality at all. Right. I, a big asterisk next to that. I acknowledge, not a bad game. It's just not for me. Yeah, I get it. Uh well, that's that's that. We've got some letters here. Uh, we've got some. Uh, we've got some other stuff too. Let's, let's, letters uh, and other stuff. Letters and oh, other okay. stuff. Okay, I thought yeah, that you yeah. were gonna like someone show. Never mind. I'm gonna send you nudes. Yeah, I've got, like, nude, I've got nudes. I'm showing on the podcast <laughs> yes. right now. Uh, the first letter starts Stephen Woody, Woody and Steve, possible yes. guests. Okay. Uh, hi guys, I'm a long-term listener and a first-time writer. I just had thank to you. show the sh- show some love for my favorite podcast out there. Oh, thank you. I first listened to the Mario 64 podcast, but knew that this was a great podcast when I found myself still interested in episodes about games I didn't care for or knew nothing about. That's really, I mean, it's I, what we're uh, banking on. Yeah, that's really, I think, the dream of what separates. Uh, not, I'm not trying to heap up praise on us for any particular reason, but I mean, like, an actual good podcast. Sure. Like, the thing that separates it is the willingness to, like, movie podcasts. You're like, I don't care about this movie, but I know they'll get into other topics that I actually do care yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, favorite part of the show, the development history for each game. Oh, uh, I was able Steve to... gets a kudos on I this get one. A gold I kept trying sticker. to excise that for more Prince Valiant content. <laughs> it's been a lot to keep it in. It's been a constant high level uh, battle here. Yeah. Uh, I was able to catch up with all of the episodes just in time for Wii Universe. One of my fondest memories is playing the Luigi's Mansion style mini game on Nintendo Land oh. with all my friends, yeah. which usually ended after countless rounds with a lot of screaming and laughing. That nice. was one of the highlights of that yeah. game, I think. Uh, well, again, and we, we we suffered from only being two people. We have not yet taught Steve's dogs to play it's Nintendo true. Land with not us. Yet, so. but, you know, they would suck at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with you guys recently playing a spin-off game based on a major film series, 007, uh, what film or okay. film series, old or recent, do you think deserves a spin-off video game? What type of game would it be? So my take is Inception, with a triple-A game focused on the origins of dream extraction in the military. Uh, apologies for the long letter, but thank you for putting out a great show and uh, for to get me through the night shift. I hope you're safe and well in these times. Best witches, and that is from Ace G. Ace G, also uh, you said best witches. Best witches, witches <laughs> which is cool. not the new Robert Zemeckis version, yeah, I'll tell you that. It's not the it's best It's the witches. Nicholas Rogue one, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, triple-A film, or like a major film franchise 
that should be a video game and what type of video game would it be? I think I'm just going to go, since it's the last movie I watched and I'm lazy, sure. uh, I really enjoyed Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, dumb, stupid, fun game, uh, fun movie. And I think you can do kind of like a Hulk Ultimate Destruction style thing, mm-hmm. like with uh, with with like where you can control Kong jumping around. I mean, there's a good Kong game. There's there not is. that game is one of the most the shortest games I've ever played. It's so short. It's it's crazy. Like that game's pretty fun, but it's, it's really, like with like it's, a full priced Xbox 360 game. That game's like two hours I, long. I think it's like, shorter than the movie. Like then it, it's based on the Peter Jackson King Kong. That. I think it is actually yeah. like literally shorter than the movie that it's, it's based on. Uh, which is unusual. But yeah, I think you could like jump around as Kong and like smash on buildings and kind of kind of give it a, a Rampage vibe, but mm-hmm. like if Rampage worked in the modern era. Yeah, it's weird that there's not like a 3D ramp. Like they, that's something that they go the well they go back to occasionally. Like there's a lot of bad uh PS2 Godzilla games, I yeah. think, or it's sort of equivalent. But like there was big... a P- there was a PS4 Godzilla game recently oh, that's there was. supposed to be terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah. They don't have like a good monster smashy open world game yeah which is pretty surprising i think kong would be a very fun character for that i think it really would be i don't know do you have a spin on that um i believe the last i i think we asked this question we're asked this question in like our third episode or something oh some some very early episode and i was pushing for a uh move no i don't even remember Mm. i don't even remember what the hell i I remember willow came into play somehow but i don't know why because that's already a video game it is i think that was by bit but i mean joke willow is coming back as a disney plus series pretty soon Mm. uh for real like i don't know why but yeah it is uh warwick davis reprising his role so maybe there could be a new game series based off that i don't know yeah um Somehow, I don't know why this comes to mind. This is not a film franchise or anything, but I there's a there's a fight scene in the movie Only God Forgives <laughs> where uh, Ryan Gosling just gets like <coughs> destroyed and like kicked in the kneecap repeatedly. Yeah, I just it's a really great fight scene. I just want to see that. <laughs> see know. now you're just making me now. I just want a Riccio game. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. true. I'll just do that. Super like gory, throw a big mutated guy punch, into a meat grinder. People's stomachs type of things. That's, this is this is a prime example of why you should give me some of these questions before. I'm sorry, I should, <laughs> okay. I should. I should. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to surprise you with these. Uh, the next one is uh, says Stephen Woody exclamation point. And keep hearing it as Stephen Woody. Like, yeah, Stephen one, Woody. One name. Yes, I'm very happy to have you all back, and I'm loving the Wii U content. Mm, thank it you. is a really interesting system with a bunch of great games. And unfortunately, had zero chance to actually succeed. Turns out releasing a massively underpowered machine with a tacked-on gimmick that no one asked for was not a recipe for success. Yeah. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> that said, I am actually a gamepad apologist oh, and good. find it somewhat comfortable to play. But that might just be because of my big, meaty man hands. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I have little... We're delicate lady fingers. Yes, yeah, little spinach-style yeah. lady hands. Uh, in particular, some of my favorite college memories are of the late-night Wii U Smash Brothers sessions where I was the only one who would use that bulky chunk of plastic <laughs> and still win, no GameCube controller needed. Nice. Also, it was a handy substitute for my TV remote back when I would constantly go missing, or when it would constantly go missing in my college dorm room. So we have yeah. an actual person in the wild who uses I this as a TV remote. I will say that argument of using it as a TV remote pretty persistent like pretty convincing because you're not my, gonna lose this i lose my tv remote a lot and i'm like well i guess i'm not watching any tv for the next three days i don't like, even know where the button on my tv is like if, if you had to physically it's, I don't they're think hard they're f- there i don't think they're there my tv i can't you can't turn on some of them don't have them i don't think, I don't think yeah. mine does yeah so that is a really good argument yeah. actually yeah 
Uh, I guess our argument is they should make TV roll-ons the same size as Wii gamepads. Oh, God. Or they should make... I just want, like, neon pink TV remotes. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like that's a good idea. That's the problem, is my TV remote is just, like, this sleek, curved, solid black thing that's about that that big which looks and like most of the things in our nerdy apartments yeah, with yeah, like exactly. power strips and you know various uh peripherals of things um so yes he would use his remote as missing college dorm room this was especially helpful as at one point an angry ex-girlfriend pegged the remote onto the floor shattering it to pieces Whoa. leaving the gamepad as my only way of operating my tv yikes i'm i'm i just am curious as the back it was this like during the breakup of like I'm I'm out of here and I would, you're not watching TV anymore. Smash. I would like, hope this was a relationship ending thing because if physical violence enters the equation, well, y'all should get the fuck out. Physical violence against a TV remote. Still, still, they're getting violent. Yes. Getting violent. Okay. Uh, and no, I had never even tried to use the TV ee function and still have very little idea of what its purpose was. Mm. Keep up the great work, and I can't wait to hear Woody complain about Star Fox Zero and its awful gamepad implementation. <laughs> good, good. I can't wait either. That sounds fun. <laughs> That's from Dan in Washington, D.C. It says, P.S. I think that Woody should continue reading Prince Valiant, but only on days without letters. Let it be a punishment to your listenership for neglecting to write in. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was the plan. That was my sales pitch. But hey, I brought the book with me now, so you guys might get some You might Prince get Valiant some either anyway. way. Uh, this next letter says, Hey, Stephen Woody. Uh, I'm enjoying the new series so far, and I just wanted to send you guys some love, uh, first and foremost. I loved my Wii U and, use a little love. and my unpopular opinion is that it should have been more popular than it was. And if it weren't for that ridiculously awful name and if they would have advertised it even a little bit, it could have moved uh, more units. But I digress. One thing I wanted to mention that you guys aren't... Uh, uh, wait, one thing I wanted to mention that you guys didn't are the discs themselves. Okay, sorry, oh, that was, that, that was, I was misreading yep, that. Yep. Nintendo, with its history of weird game cartridges and discs, put the Wii U games on discs with strange rounded edges. I don't know if this was stylistic, safety, or anti-piracy choice, but either way, I always liked the feel of the discs, which in itself is a weird thing to say. They're they're thick boys. Yeah, they're thick, weird. Yeah, they, they do feel a little oh, odd. Weird. Yeah, I never, ever noticed that because I don't fondle many Wii U discs, but I'm fondling one now. Yeah. Um, and you're right. There's like a plastic sort of coating around this around the side. That yeah. It does feel thicker than a regular disc. I, I mean, I imagine most things that Nintendo does are pretty anti-piracy. Like, Nintendo yeah. has been far more aggressive about anti-piracy than almost any other company, which is probably another reason they stuck with cartridges for so long. Well, that's now, why the not Switch... ironically, like, cartridges is much easier to pirate at this point. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, that is that why the Switch uh, cartridges taste bad? Is Because uh, pirates like to smuggle things out in their mouth? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now they have to smuggle them out elsewhere, and let me tell you, they <sighs> taste even worse. Oh, boy. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. Um, yeah, so... Uh, that, that, that is a cool observation about those discs. Thank that you. is cool. I didn't notice that. Uh, also, one of the fun features was being able to find uh, YouTube and internet videos on the tablet with uh, a curtain on the television so you could surprise your friends with ignorant videos without them knowing what's coming. So, huh. like, I mean, you could just have the TV off, I guess, but, like, you could also... Yeah, but I could see that. You could you could search for some videos and then surprise people with it on the screen. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm liking all these creative uses of the feature, like weird no. things I wouldn't have thought of, but I'm like, okay, I could see the appeal Yeah, these, of that. these are these are not things I would have thought to do. Uh, so the, the tablet itself, I thought, felt cheap and light compared to, say, an iPad. Granted, it is a lot cheaper than an iPad, but again, I digress. But also, I'm glad that the thing is not any heavier than it is. Like, I get that it does feel cheap and, like, kind of flimsy, but I also still find it too heavy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I agree. It feels more like a toy than an iPad yeah. does. 
Uh, anyway, my sister is wanting me to drive the car on our road trip, so I'll have to cut this short. <laughs> I'm super looking forward to your Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Maker reviews. Keep up the good work, and that is from Sam. Thank, Thank you, Sam. Sam. Road trip, huh? That's, yeah, that's this is time to make sure if, if you're on a road trip, make sure you write into your favorite podcast or yeah. uh, leave a review. What I, else are you going to do on your road trip? That's a great use of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope we're a great use of, uh, of road tripping time. Uh, and this last letter says, Hi, Stephen Woody and possibly mystery guest from the far northern reaches of northern we, Canada. We promise we'll have mystery guests soon. I we know will. it's been a while since we've had We have. Guests. We've been getting it's back not, in the swing. It's not been a conscious choice. It's no, just, no, no. It's just the world we live in. Uh, it says, uh, uh, Greetings from the far reaches of northern Canada. Insert mm. imagery of frigid icy winter here. Yellowknife. <clears throat> or Yellowknife. Mo- mo- moose Jaw. Moose Jaw. Those are cool names for yeah. cities. Ca- Canada, like, man, Canada probably, as a country, like, Population to cool place names has yeah. a lot of things beat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm a software developer who occasionally tinkers with N64 development and yeah. was looking for a wind down last year during the quote unquote interesting times. <laughs> I've been listening okay. ever since and have worked my way through the entire back catalog. You piqued my nostalgia, but st- but I stayed for the banter. You both, as well as mystery guests, do a bang up job, and I'm <laughs> excited every time I get a new Ultra 64 podcast. Oh, you're too kind. Uh, my Wii U too long didn't read. Uh, I was being stationed in Hawaii during late 2013, bored out of my mind after sailing across the Pacific for three weeks. I went to a Best Buy with the full intention of buying a Wii U, got there, played the Raymond Legends demo while I was in the store, hated it, and ended <laughs> up buying a PS3 and Skyrim for the long sail back to Canada. Yeah, good call. As an avid gamer, I just didn't get the point of the Wii U, but I really wanted to love it. I missed out on the Wii U then, but I'm happy to say I've picked up a console a few years back and have established an all-killer, no-filler library. Nice. You guys can look forward to Mario World 3D, the HD remaster of Wind Waker, and, of course, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Does sarcasm read across email? <laughs> Best of luck with the Wii U, and that's from Ryan Radford. So thank you, Ryan. That's awesome. Um, I'm glad you've come around on the Wii U. Uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to evangelize it. You know, I'm probably going to walk away from the Wii U being like, yeah, it, it wasn't very good, but you know, <laughs> I mean, that's how I walked away from the N64. Yeah. That was my thing right. too. Yeah. Which I still, I still have a great deal of affection yeah, for of it. Course. I have a tattoo of it on my arm now because I have so much affection for it, <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, but I am also a thing that I like that is bad. So, you know, it's, sure. I think it, I think it equates. It's my spirit console. Yeah. Um, do we have some time for some Prince oh, V? Oh, yeah, I think we do. I yeah, think I we know. have to. Uh, yeah, I, 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 we, we don't mean to punish in anyone in because you wrote in such nice letters. No, those were so many nice letters. But, you know, we had a lot. We did a stream recently, and, like, a lot of people were coming down very in favor of the Prince Valiant content. Yeah. So we got to yeah. give the fans what they want. We also um, discovered there is a Prince Valiant NES game that yeah. we're going to have to play at Yeah, some we're going to have to stream uh, that. We're going to have to stream that. Uh, so uh, Where did we leave off? We left off. Um, we still haven't met Prince Valiant. We still haven't met Prince Valiant. It's been these weeks. Mi- yeah. yeah, I know. It has been weeks. Uh, this mysterious like cavalcade of uh, Kingsmen came to this, uh, I-, I think that it was like the Scottish Islands or maybe England, but it's just like owned by barbarians at this sure. point. Yeah. So they dismount and it says, the king is given the choice of exile in the great fen marshes or battle against hopeless odds. Uh, I don't ch- want to be exiled. Yeah, I'm perfect. No, thank you. Yeah. I like it. He chooses and I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to read, this is, I'm going to read all nine strips here, okay. which I know is a lot, but this, we're going to meet Prince Valiant. So okay. like this is a we're, big, we're going to meet him. We're like, going to meet him. Yeah. The Prince Valiant narrative starts now. Okay. I'm, so, I'm, I'll do ambient, sa- ambient sound effects thank to keep, you. It, keep it going. So remember, we're in like the fens, the marshes. Cricket. Cricket, cricket, Guides cricket, prepare to take the exiled king cricket. to his mysterious island home. Bells are hung in front of each boat to warn away dong, the strange denizens dong, of the fens. Dong, dong. Once a half-seen monster lumbers, splashing away through the tall reeds. At midday, at midday, they come to more open country with channels of open water. I don't know. Yeah, perfect. 
A meal is cooked over fires in the turtle shells crackle, crackle, filled with crackle. sand in the bottom of the canoes. Cowabunga. <laughs> Those are the turtle shells. Those are the turtle sounds. Yeah, got it. Uh, sundown appro- finds them approaching their hummock of land. So make a hummock sound. Uh. <laughs> their guides build a huge fire for they fear the strange things that move through the fens at night. <laughs> Next day, work on started on their new home. Hammer, hammer, hammer. But saw, for saw, young, saw. I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. That's yeah, pretty impressive. I nailed it. I nailed it. Uh, but for young Prince Valiant, life suddenly begins. <gasps> he I'm finds alive. A new world that promises mystery and great adventure. Ooh. When the great fire is lighted that night, a strange oh. couple far out in the dismal marshes sees and wonders. Far out, man. Yeah. Next week, the dragon. <gasps> We're getting a dragon next yeah, week. Oh, my God. Right into it. And so, guys, I was just making those sounds with my mouth. That was not Foley work. Those were not special effects. Yeah, and he wasn't wow. even seeing the pictures, but I think he nailed them all. Well, so, welcome to the fold, Prince Valiant. It's yeah. nice that you finally this, this showed is, up to the party. This is our this is our third long-awaited guest, is Prince Valiant. Prince Valiant. So, Hello, I'm Prince Valiant. It's me. I'm, yeah. oh, <laughs> I'm 90 years old at this point, but I still sound like a little kid. <laughs> I'm Mickey Mouse. It's actually a pretty good Mickey Mouse. That's not a bad Mickey Mouse. It's a it's an even better Prince Valiant though. Yeah, okay. All right, folks. Uh, you are going to want to turn in tune in next week because uh, we are playing uh, the Cabela's hunting oh, games. There are two sure. of them on the Wii U. I bought a little plastic shotgun specially for the occasion, and we're going to try and have a guest on who is an actual real life animal conservationist. So they are going to help uh, uh, talk us through a little bit about what it means to point and shoot at animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of feelings about hunting. I have a lot of feelings oh, okay. about hunting games. I think this is going to be an interesting one to get nice. into. Yeah, I'm so, excited. Yeah, so tune in next I have week. A lot of feelings about cheap plastic crap to sit uh we we controllers in. I sure <laughs> so, do love that. Yeah. Uh, let me let me find the actual names of these games because I always forget the two games we're playing: Cabela's Cabela's uh, shooting shooting parry, Cabela's Big Game Hunter Pro Hunts, and Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 2013. Those are the two okay. games we're going to be playing next week. So tune in then, and we're going to kablam some animals. And uh, It's called Kablamimals. It's called Kablamimals. It should be <laughs> called Kablamimals. All right. That's my, uh, that's the Deke series that I'm workshopping about <laughs> animal suicide bombers. <laughs> bring, oh, God. That's worth bringing Deke back for. Yeah, yeah definitely. Exactly. All right. Bye, everybody. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Dreamers and 